Welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And cousin Max. Welcome to the micro brew review. This is episode 40. What, what? We're over the hill. <laughs> and today we are bringing you some adroit brewing company. New beer, if yeah, you will. Probably new for everyone. We've never had it. They're right. uh, a very small company. And uh, we were lucky enough to meet the owner and... Uh, he basically said he'd hook us up with some beer. Which he did. I definitely was not home when I got this very awkward and concerned phone call from Jason saying, there's a really big package on the porch and it's got some very Is that the first gothic... time you've heard that? No. Well, it, their <laughs> labels, as you will see, this is why you had to be here for this episode. Their labels are very, like, goth. And... Amazing? Yes. So, well, their artwork on the return address was also very goth. And so apparently he's like, I didn't know what adroit meant, and he didn't know it was coming, and yeah. And then it came. And, <laughs> that and big package, are. that big package <laughs> on the front porch finally came. Uh, so adroit is actually in Virginia, which is why it was easy for them to send it to me in Virginia. Sean, you wish you were here right now. Cousin Matt. Why are these bottles so hard to open? <laughs> Give it, get, rock it back and forth a little bit. There you go. There you go. Oh, oh that's why I'm so good at it. I'm a master beer opener. <laughs> you can't say that till you hear that. And moment of truth will come along here finally. And you can't build it up too many times. No one will believe you It'll anymore. It'll spray everywhere. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, Cousin Max, what is the first Look at beer that we are drinking? smoke right there. They're sweet looking bottles too, let's say. The first beer is the Adroit Cannibalism. And uh, may I just put it, in, put it in there right now that I, of all the beers that I've had so far, up until this point. In your life? These are probably the coolest labels I've seen. Oh. I am not going to lie. That is high praise from Cousin Max. I have not even tasted fan. this. I just got my first scent. And you know me as a huge admirer of the bottle art. This is one of my favorites already. Well, why don't you uh, tell, tell us a little bit about the, the bottle you're currently holding? Well, I am currently holding, like I said, the bottle of the cannibalism. Uh, the front-facing part is a man with a name tag that says, Hello, Sam. <laughs> eating a human head with the brain exposed with a giant oversized fork and a machete. But on the back, if any of you fellow nerds out there that also enjoy drinking beer uh, have played a uh, certain Blizzard collection by the name of Diablo, the lettering is quite on point. It is a kind of a very, very nice mix between my two favorite things, which are video games and beer. And I could not if be happier right now. This beer can be played. If this this beer will be played right now. I like the color of it. Is it red and bloody since you're the one with the clear I glass? like the scent. Um, no, it's dark and stouty. Dark, stouty, and a little bit of... May I? So the thing that immediately struck me about this company that I like is they actually offer food pairing suggestions. Big deal for me. Yeah. Um, and they have a little sign. I think they... Uh, yeah, they, they do a cigar, a cheese, and a, and a meat. Cigar is definitely a new level of Cigar commitment. is intense, and I would love to, to test this challenge, although my cigar palate is, I will say, a little underdefined at this point. I think it's nice that they're, uh, now, now beer is not only encroaching on that of wine with the cheese pairings, but now it's even moving into the brandies and the whiskeys of the world. I must Take say... Take that, scotch. <laughs> I love their... Um, tagline, which is consume life, drink art. Well, I'm definitely drinking this art in because this is delicious looking bottles right over here. <laughs> so uh, there's a little thing on the side here. It says German purity laws require beer to be made from four ingredients, barley, hops, yeast, and water. We chose to forgo the water. We chose something else. Now they don't say it on here. I know what it is, but I feel like if they're not going to say it, I'm not going to share it. That's their little secret. Uh, but they made this beer without using water. So yes, it's a milk stout with no water. And it's called cannibalism, so read into that what you will. So is it made from that cow's cheese that it's paired with? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a very earthy stout, especially from uh, coming from a bottle. I feel like a lot of the time stouts lose a lot of body when they're bottled. Um, when served draft or even canned, you keep a lot of, and you really preserve a lot of that, that smoothness that comes with stouts. Well, I was going to say, there's like almost Ooh. no carbonation to this at all, and I don't really mind that. Oh, it's, it's actually... Uh, 
It's this is very tasty. Very chocolatey for a milk stout. Like, but it's also got a nice coffee note to it. Yes. It does. I got like right off the It's tip. almost like a burnt edge. It's yeah, like a creme a brulee kind of like casing around it. <laughs> but it is. It's very creamy. It's very delicious. It's got big, big flavor. You can tell that it's something other than water because it does not by any means feel watered down. Awesome. Well, this is promising. It's a very small brewery. I wish I could find the word that they use to describe themselves. They're not even a microbrewery. They're smaller than that. Um, Macro? Well, I think it's very impressive that on Mini the bottles micro. themselves, the bottles that we have here say that this bottle is home brew and not intended for sale or distribution. Yet. They've get it, they're getting yeah, themselves they're, on tap. I think that that's pretty awesome, though. They have a fantastic following on Twitter, um, and you can go by and see the brewery and they've invited us to come down and see the brewery so if you guys are up for a trip south dashing rogue road trip you know i, I say that. that all those good folks that we bumped into at the dc and nova brew fests this is not that far it's not it's really not That's check true. these guys for out because so far so far number one of three yeah i would say pretty definite success I As like a huge it. stout drinker myself, I, I like this. And in a world where, I think, as we mentioned, uh, where there's new breweries popping up everywhere, there's plenty of room for bad breweries. And I would say, based off of this first beer, I hope these guys are not one of them. And uh, They sent us free beer. I well, really they sent us free beer, which is a great stuff. You know what this really drinks like? Delicious. I would say it's not... I would say, and not in a bad way, because this is very, very tasty, but it almost drinks like a bourbon barrel aged stout it's got it almost drinks like something like the like the, the um like the deliverance it has that big <sighs> powerful hit behind it where it's it's all flavor there's not really a lapse where when you when you move it around the rim of your glass you don't really see a lot of that watery edge like you do with a lot of bottled beer okay. i like it I do too, and I like that even though it's a smaller bottle, it still has the cork. I just, you know mm -hmm. how I feel about that. Yeah, they're 12-ounce they're bottles, but they're all corked, corked and caged. You stay classy, Adroit. Yeah. <laughs> you got the dashing rogue theory, seal theory, we should approval. say, if anyone's uh, looking. Adroit theory. Yes, and they are on, I'm following them on Twitter right now. Um, and they have a website, though it's not super involved just yet because you know they're still getting like to the their point brewery they're, they're still uh in the transitional phase i believe yeah this made me think okay so today i was in lancaster visiting family because i realized i haven't seen some of them since thanksgiving and uh i heard about a new gastropub that opened and after our great experience at poor i wanted to give it a try because lancaster's been really impressing me lately uh, they have so, some good milk stouts out there yeah yeah, they do. we have a lot of milk out there that helps. Might as well put it to good use. <laughs> <laughs> so I took my mother uh, to, it's called Hunger and Thirst. And it actually looks like it's in a little lean-to barn. Um, but it's right at the edge of Lancaster City. And it was, I think Ian would love it. It was just really, it was sleek and modern. It had like the... Um, it had the clipboard with the menu on it, but it was a two-sided clipboard, so one side was food and one side was beer. Uh, I had as all clipboards should be right. Uh, I had a Ballast Point Imperial Porter. That was quite lovely. It was actually, if anything, a little too strong for me, and You're I don't say that very my often. Language. Yeah, uh, but I've never had that by Ballast Point before, so <sighs> I wanted to try that. My mother, I have to be so impressed. So when the waitress came over, she said, would you guys like samples of anything? And the one thing that caught my eye was uh, they had Victory's St. Victorious, which is a Doppelbach, about 7.6%, well, was on tap recently at uh, Tria. Was it? Yeah. Well, Our I've never favorite four-letter place. <laughs> I love Doppelbachs in the summer and with spicy food and in like a lot of different situations. I, for a wheat beer, I do like Doppelbachs a lot. But it's Victory, and I was like, ah, I can probably get Victory anywhere. Do I really want that one? So when she said, do you want a sample, I was like, you know what? I'll try it, because if I absolutely love it, I'll order one. Why not? So I ordered that, a sample of that. She looks at my mom, and <laughs> my mom has this, like, deer-in-the-headlights look. And I said, well, do you have any cider on right now? Because I'm trying to – we talked the whole way there about her trying, you know, trying to get a little more adventurous, trying new things. And they had, oh, gosh, probably, like, 26 drafts. And she said, no, we don't have a single cider. It's the summer. I thought for sure there'd be a cider. Like a nice 
rotten apple basks later. <laughs> mm. So she said, well, we have the dogfish Festina Pesh. Would you like that? And I, I I freaked out. I was like, I hate that beer. There is not much I hate, but I cannot stand that beer. Do not bring that beer to my table. She goes, okay. Some people love it. Lots of people hate it, but we have it. It's like, okay. By the way, we love you, dogfish. <laughs> we do. We love a lot that you do. I just, just happen not to beer. not like that beer. So the woman leaves, and my mother glares at me across the table and says, I want a sample. Order me a sample. Like, All what? right, mom asserting yourself. Yeah, I said, well, of what? Well, Cousin Max approved. <laughs> I don't know. So I go down and they have like one sterling pilsner. I said, well, that's the most like what beer is going to taste like. I don't want your normal flipping beer. Get me something creative. <laughs> I'm like, you're killing me, mom. What do you want? Amazing. I like this woman. <laughs> yes. So my uh, Doppelbach comes. I thought it was pretty nice. Uh, she had a sip of it. She made an ugly face. And was like, okay, so based on that, I said, what do you taste? Well, it tastes like beer. I hate that answer. Bring me peach. What do you taste? So she's like, well, it's a little smoky. It's a little burnt. It's a little, you know, okay, this is great. We are getting good things here. So I said, awesome. Based on that, first off, that's when I ordered the porter. I was like, I had my sip of the Doppelbach. That's that's enough. I'll have my porter. Uh, and I ordered my mom a sample of the Omegang Wit. Okay. So I told her to save enough Doppelbach that she could try the two together. I said, all I asked for you, you don't have to like either of them. Try them side by side and tell me if you see a difference. Right. Good enough. They showed up. She took a sip. It was the first time she made a neutral face when she drank beer. It was amazing. We're improving. My own mother says that now and again she likes to have a beer with dinner. (gasps) She is a Boston. And it it was all thanks to our barbecue. Was it really? Where she was like, she yeah. She was you know a little bit of everything I know. That was a fantastic barbecue. <laughs> that was honestly one of the best barbecues I've ever been to. It was a pretty, it was a fun time. It was very good. If it weren't for like the day, It could have been, it could have been extra, uh, a little better executed, I think, but. What would you change? Uh, I would get Devane shrimp. <laughs> I would, uh, I would. Uh, oh, cannibalism out the nose is not a pretty thing. I would uh, recuse myself from the tastings of the habanero sauce before it was perfected, only because the next day was not as pleasant as that evening was. So, yeah, that was probably. Now, Ian, you've had some very, very interesting concoctions. Your uh, jalapeno infused tequila, yeah, mm-hmm. which also gave yeah. me some regrets the, the next the pizza. day. Um, the, well, pizza, the also, pizza with jalapeno. also some regrets, but uh, nothing really topped that habanero <laughs> sauce, where when I first sampled that, I'm fairly certain that there was just habaneros. <laughs> Probably. We, we were we working on it. I, 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 at that point, I literally saw, oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> from your eyes or from other places? <laughs> All over. Everywhere. Inflammatus. So I'm a little... I'm intrigued and nervous about this next beer. I am a little bit as well. And I'm not now, is this sure the 8 or actually, the 11? This is the 8. We're I'm going not sure we're going to be able to do it that well. I want to see if you can take that cork <laughs> off faster than I took the cork off the first one. <laughs> well, because I'll if be, I can do it in under 5 minutes. I'll be perfectly <laughs> honest. That was very challenging. Uh, you know these beers are good because you have to work for them. So this is... I'm not, I'm not trying yet, everyone. No hands. For everyone with stopwatches, <clears> we're not counting yet. If you can do that with no hands, I'll really be impressed. <laughs> uh, this is, it says, uh, basil, sage, wormwood, absinthe-inspired spices. Combined, they form the basis of an imperial saison that pushes the boundaries of the style. I love saison. To serve, place attached sugar cube on your absinthe knife and pour TPD, which is the name of the beer, over it for added complexity and visual impact. Should we try a tiny sip beforehand and then do it the way they well, want? Well, I also don't have an absinthe knife. Or sugar or spoon cubes? Thing. Well, well they, no, that no, comes, they, with, comes the sugar with a little cube. packet. <gasps> yeah. They're brilliant. How cool is this? This is like one of the coolest The droid theory, you're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Oh, yeah, this is easy, buddy. <laughs> you look like you have a lot of experience <laughs> doing that. That was even a subpar pop because he did it so... Yeah, my pop, let's slave. just let's just say my pop was better. <laughs> Let's say after after uh, chatting with Verlin about some of his homebrews and the way that they sometimes explode when yeah, you open right? them, I'm a little more cautious about about opening beers. Now. now is also the time. Let it be said, you know, 12 minutes and 58 seconds into episode 40. Dear Verlin, we just oh, delivered yes. the package. The eagle has landed. 
The eagle is in the nest, Verlin. The now eagle I want some is barley in the, wine. In the yes. nest. Uh, so we ran into Verlin at the New Jersey Renaissance Fair uh, about 10 days ago, and he told us that he was holding the barley wine hostage that he made until Cousin Max's rhubarb package was delivered. Yeah. So it has been delivered. He cut me off. There was until... a big package delivered for me from <laughs> Berlin. There's, there's big packages going everywhere. Hopefully that one doesn't explode on me. It must be my birthday. <laughs> All right, so, so I am TPD just pouring a little bit in called. here. TPD. Now, do we know what TPD, TPD. stands for? I'm, uh, no. What does it say on the side for pairings? But as much as I like the bottle art on the first one, this one actually is a even better presentation. Gorgonzola Dolce with fu uh, Fuji apple, baby fennel, dried currants, and lemon drizzle. I'm hungry now. I want to wow. eat with these guys. Yeah, right? Uh, I want to party cheese, when they're partying. The cheese is a uh, Telegio washed rind. And smear-ripened Italian cheese. I think if we go visit them, we have to find out what they're brewing and then bring food to pair with what they're brewing. And Capital then idea. Have yeah. a big old outdoor picnic or something. Picnics usually are outdoors. Just going to throw that out there. Much like barbecues. <laughs> um, I had so many people tell it's us that we have smell. to do the this Halloween barbecue. smell is almost like Wowza. something you eat. It's got so much spice and zest. I love and it reminds me of the BFM Lemuel a little bit. Yes. I was trying to think of what beer it reminded me of. And yeah, you, you really hit that nail on the head. Kicked that mule in the head. <laughs> wow. Oh, I like it. And appropriately, this is also a three-letter like title. I more than the last one. That's summer right there. I know that's, we've been that's fighting nice. summer. I like that a lot. <clears throat> Let's Total contrast can... to the first, by the way. Yeah, completely different. But also just as just as much depth, I'm which you don't get at a lot of saisons. I oh, don't do saisons. I like. Saisons. I love saisons, but you don't have as much depth. They're a much lighter beer. I like the finish a lot more on this one than the first one. This finish is very very crisp and it's herbal. It's yeah, I think it's the herbs that help. It's less um, abrupt and bitter. I agree. It actually smooths out the finish a lot more. I think a lot of stouts are bitter, but milk stouts so, are usually a little softer. Here's my little drug milk, milk stouts are softer because of the sweetness. Yes. It agreed. really does. It, it, it cuts that, that bitterness that's normally in a lot of non-milk I think we're officially stouts. beer geeking out right we now. Are, <laughs> we are geeking out. This is amazing. Kill that sip there. Mm. So I have this little packet of spices and sugar, I guess, that it's came with like the bottle. definitely like Turquoise? When I start yeah, hallucinating, kind of <laughs> I'm wondering what's in here. <laughs> it's like some LSD business or something. This is what promotes the cannibalism, by the way. <laughs> so uh, we're going to just pour that into the glass. As I said, I don't have I'm just trying to sniff an actual uh, the absence herbs themselves. Knife, it doesn't really smell like much, does no, it? No, this is a... Uh, well, I think it's going to be a sugar. Yeah, I this is, this is an absence sweetness. sugar. This is not an herb. And uh, it definitely changes color. Does it really? Oh, yeah, because well, it's green. blue. Yeah. And the head gets a little. <laughs> oh, it does. It looks. It pours like an absinthe now. I've I've only seen absinthe consumed once. It was kind of fantastic. I didn't. I tried like a sip of it. I had it in Amsterdam, in a bar called Absinthe. I think <laughs> well, that's appropriate. A line from a movie. Um, I was not impressed, but mostly I don't like black licorice. So. Yes, agreed. I have to admit that this has just turned this beer into the funkiest looking color I've ever seen. Wow. I'm never drinking anything other than this that is this color <laughs> because this looks sort of like dishwater that's been left out for four days and continuously well, used. It went from this like beautiful, like the, before we, we added like the, that warm yeah, caramel. That was yeah. amber caramel. This is this strange. And then it kind of went green and now it's like scary blue. This strange swamp water zombie juice kind of color. It, it looks like a tonic. But look, look at this. Sort. This this is like ice cream on top. How about this? On the count of three, we all sip it. I'm a little nervous. We're drinking the Kool-Aid now, aren't we, guys? <laughs> Shannon, Ian, I'm it's going been, to the Looney Bin with nice. you guys. Right, right. So. If we've just been roofied, you've all just witnessed it. <laughs> okay, it's and on tape. one, two, We're... three. Oh, it softens it quite That's a bit. fantastic. It's nowhere nearly as carbonated. It almost gave it that nitrogen infusion that you get in a lot of hmm. nitrogen cans. I don't like the aftertaste. Well done, boys at Adroit. Well done. <laughs> I like the initial flavor. It's completely different, though. I'm glad we tried it before and after. Yeah. And both good, I would say. Yeah. It completely transformed this into a different drink. 
That's crazy. That what is this a, madness? That could be a party trick. Why is my heart starting to race? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I'll be up for going out later. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, 2 a.m., bars are still open in New York. Let's drive. Let's this, go to New York. We can get there. This is this strange kind of swamp water color. Like, I can't get over the color that we it's turned. We should stop this. giving you the clear glass, shouldn't we? No, I, I'm enjoying this. Somebody needs to drink out of a clear glass to inspect it's this. It's true. There it's needs true. To be Could you imagine glass. going into a bar and ordering something and it showed up <laughs> in, a clear, in a clear glass and it looked like this? No, that would be disturbing. You would be quite afraid. You should serve it in this glass because it always looks like that. That's true. <laughs> So on that note, since this year's New Jersey Red Fair just passed, uh, we went to our glassblower friend Jay, and I got a new glass. And he asked what I wanted. I said, well, we have a lot of Belgian beer glasses because we love Belgian beer, and we like the chalice style and all of that. Maybe we should do something different. All right, so he was thinking and thinking, and he said, I want to make you a uh, German-Dutch Renaissance shattered glass mug. And I was like, they all sound like great words. Let's see what the that shattered looks like. part. Well, as long as it doesn't Remember, leak, is all it, I'm thinking. If right? it ain't Dutch, it ain't much. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this habit of doing it when there's a large audience. There were like 60 people watching him blow this glass. And so I let them Ayo. have a lot of say in what it looks like instead of me having opinions about so what it looks like. So would you say that that is an official and legal blowjob? Oh, <laughs> yes. Actually sanctioned and stuff. <laughs> Only at the Renaissance Fair, ladies and gentlemen. Only oh. at the Renaissance Fair. So he starts to make it, and he goes, well, how big do you want it? And I was like, oh, well, I drink a lot of beer. And people start cheering bigger, bigger, bigger. It is. It holds like a liter of beer. It is huge. Now, is that a RE or ER liter? Definitely RE. Thank you. Definitely. Let's be pedantic Electra. while we can. <laughs> Please. Um, so the way that they crackle it, actually, is they take this 1,600-degree hot, you know, molten... Molten? Molten. Sorry. Yes. There's no tea at the end. Of <laughs> Hot molten glass. Hot molten glass. I don't know how they say that. They're in Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> and they dip it just like two or three seconds into water, and it just crackles and sparks. And pull, and they do like three or four layers of it to get the look, and then they put a regular layer on the outside so mm. that it's not actually broken. So he's making it. It's huge. I'm so intimidated because I'm thinking if I came home from work and said, and this big package was here. <laughs> It's a little intimidating. As long as it doesn't explode. There is such thing as too big, though. You guys are in a mood tonight. <laughs> if I came home and said, oh, I'm just going to have one beer tonight, but it was one liter of beer at like 10%, I would still be face first playing. Well, that's like that, that wine glass that holds a whole bottle. And it's yeah. like, well, I'm just going to have a glass of wine. <laughs> the bigger, the better. <laughs> so he's just about done, and he's getting ready to put on the handle, which I'm super excited for because all of... You know, all of our chalices don't have handles. Don't have handles. They have stems. I've never seen the handle process. This guy in front of me goes, uh, don't you think you should add some color to that? Because it's clear. I had asked him for another clear glass. Don't you think you should them. shut up? And I was like, Jay, can we add color to that? And you just see him take this big sigh. Like, yes, I can do that. But good grief, you just complicated my life. <laughs> So they have to melt down new glass and add, you know, the elements to it. To Essentially the start color. the entire process <laughs> over again. Three hours of this man's life now gone due to the behest, some jerk in the at the behest of some jerk that was standing there. Eating a turkey leg. You jerk? It was you, wasn't it? Thank you. Thank you, jerk, for making that glass even better. Well, I was playing an Irish lady named Elizabeth, and so I said, well, we should do green to remember this year because I'm Irish. So Jay being the perfectionist that he is said we're not going to just put a green handle on a clear glass we're going to put a green lip on a clear glass and i was like i love it so they did and it was amazing and then i had to wait 24 hours to see it because i have to slowly like reverse bake to it cool it down yeah down to the right temperature and when i picked it up i was so proud of this glass and then she tripped <laughs> i didn't but i was terrified that i would for that's how i feel every time i get this stuff i'm just like i'm just I know I'm going to break it one day. Okay. I'm just going to, I'll probably care. There's so few things I care about, but I imagine this will be one of them. <laughs> well, it's good that you found something to care That's, about. It's true. That's one way to look at Who it. Who knew it would be? A proper drinking vessel is a big, is a big part of the drinking experience. Yeah. I just I've grown rather fond of this cup. Actually. I know. That this, a, is, that, this is my glass. This I, is my official podcasting glass at this, this point. This is my goblet of life so here's and honor. What I found out. This I, is my goblet of justice. <laughs> Look at it shine. Photos of these three to show him what we already had so he could do something different. 
And this first one. What, he one, doesn't remember? <laughs> yeah, right. He's only made 500 pieces between. Oh, man, I'm getting down to drinking this. The sweetness? Substance. So apparently this one, he doesn't make anymore because they do not make this glass. Hopefully this isn't, that. Yeah. Hopefully yes. this isn't a roofie. Hopefully not. I mean, we've got half an episode to go. I don't know. It could be go. fun. We got... Instead of calling this the adroit podcast, we'll call it the heavy petting podcast. <laughs> fortunately, it's a little awkward because we this have a This is called audience, the Wake Up so... in a Gutter with No Pants and One Shoe podcast. That's what this is. I have no idea what's going to happen at the end of this night. Eventually, I'll make my way home. Probably. You might make a new home along the way. <laughs> Oh, Holy cow! Man. They do is... really crazy stuff. You know what's pretty incredible is that the the head on this remains throughout drinking it. That's I really respect that in a beer. It's something I do care it's about. It's very rare. It is because typically by this point, you know, we're what about ten fifteen minutes into drinking this, and I think we're taking it slowly because we're a little uh, ambivalent about what's floating around at the bottom of the glass. But I mean, I killed mine. But I, mean, I like the fact that still, even though I'm about halfway down from where I started, it's got this nice creamy coating on the top of it. It's oh, almost like that's uh, what she said. Hi <laughs> and Shannon's in the game. <laughs> we went from explosive packages to creamy <laughs> Alright, I will say that uh the writing is sometimes difficult to read. But incredible. Is it a font thing? You just have not learned yet. Yeah, I'm I'm deciphering it. You need your Dakota ring. Is that what you're telling me? Pretty much. Well, for this bottle particularly. Uh, so, I, I have no idea what we're about to drink. I'm pretty sure it's a, uh, well, I know that it's an IPA, which I'm pretty excited for. Awesome. Uh, it's also 11.6%. That's a heavy-hitting IPA. Likely an Imperial at that oh, point? Oh, it's an Imperial, yeah. Okay. But Have we had this. anything that's not Imperial at this point from Adroit? True. A citra, a citra-based hop beast. Oh, we added right there. We right there. That's no, no, no. no, it gets way better. <laughs> we added massive amounts of hops in the boil, followed by several rounds of dry hopping. We aged the beer on charred ash wood we infused with vodka to round out the mouthfeel. The result is an aromatic imperial IPA with a touch of revolutionary ambers. Here's the only thing I think. Do you feel like a champion right now holding I feel that? Pretty, I think you need to go get some water good. because since we just had the roofie colada. I think should... water to cleanse this palate. Yeah, roofie water. colada. But... <laughs> Shannon. Sadly. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> Sadly, we cannot take credit for that. No. That's, uh, that's, why, a, that's a family guy. Why, yeah. would, why would you announce that, though? Let other people figure that no. out themselves. No, they must. A, I'd like credit a, where credit is due. I'd like a sip of water from my mouth, and I'd like a splash of water from my glass. This, so that, I'll see what I can do. Okay. I think I'm finally fully mixed with the rest of my beer and this uh, Rufalin. I'm, I'm going to say that, no, we don't have an absent. Look, he's I've still be mic'd honest. up so I can hear him opening the refrigerator. And the last couple there. times somebody opened up a little baggie and dumped it into my drink, <laughs> things ended poorly. So. When's the last time that happened? Let's not that? talk about this anymore. Let's wasn't move on to the next beer. Wasn't he How just on that? vacation? Yeah, right? <laughs> Let's just move on to the next beer, why don't we? Thank you. Well, we, we will, but first we have to finish this one. Tomato. Oh, you've got a pair of tomatoes right now. Yeah, Does that you make guys us the like worst. a Costco size ketchup? <laughs> I don't know. I liked that joke. <laughs> Actually, I do, and I didn't. <laughs> well, it's not like you to soften the blow, Ian. All right, let's do a little rinse. That's here. what I feel like I'm drinking right now is blow. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you liked every sip of it. I didn't argue with that. All right. Uh, oh, how frothy this is. So, it's like frothy aside the... from the victory that we're currently experiencing and drinking right now, I feel like the craft beer world has struck a great blow to the big kings of beer. Uh, because... All I've seen recently is the only thing they can do to like spark interest in their beer is to change their bottles so, or make it colder. Yeah, but like <laughs> no I, Miller, colder. Miller is king of like every summer. They're like, this bottle has a vortex. Beer is no <laughs> longer <laughs> cold. It is now super cold. And then ice cold, and then Arctic cold. Yeah, 
So, they so recently, Polar cold. They, they changed their bottles again, and I'm pretty sure they just look like 20-ounce bottles of soda now, <laughs> which is like, great, that's what I want to drink, maybe? I don't know. Uh, and I heard all these random commercials and stuff on the radio, and I'm just like, oh, you guys, you've lost. You've lost. <laughs> and it makes me so happy. Finish him. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh, I do want to say, so... <laughs> and I guess we don't get to drink this nope. beer, <laughs> No beer for anyone. My clever ploy has worked. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you don't get to drink this one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to uh, save this one for later when yeah, you guys I'll figure, are I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I'll tell you about it on the next podcast. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll just be adequate. <laughs> I don't think this is very good. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, take, this, I'll we'll take this one for the team <laughs> over here. So he's having uh, some technical, technical difficulties <laughs> with the cage on top of Do you need some help getting it off? Oh. oh, it's always more fun with a partner. <laughs> it is always more fun with a partner. Instead of using a tool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a key. It's not even a tool. It's my, it's my beer key. It's improvising and <laughs> my, it's not My brewski. We'll Your get there. Bruise Talk about something else while oh, I do all this. All right, so I ran into Miss Gale recently, who was uh, my bartender that I told you I, I had convinced to increase the craft beer quality of her bar. Yes, yes. So uh, I was at an event and I ran into her and she was completely surprised to see me and she said, "It's you! It's you! I keep meaning to email it's you." It's you. It's you. And I said, "What?" Sounds like the beginning of a musical. I think it's a Lana Del Rey song. <laughs> well, whatever. She said, "Well, a new music was she's involved. She's got a couple beer questions that people have been asking, and she knew that I was the go-to person, which I was completely flattered and excited by. And pretty exciting. To which she says, "By by all means, I mean, you are my beer meister." <laughs> I was like. Mistress. Close. Beer mistress. She goes, oh, that doesn't sound nice at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of like you uh, sell beers on the street corner. Yeah, like I opened, how many How many gentlemen I have you sold beer to at this point, mistress? I'm like, what can I get you? <laughs> I've got I, IPAs. <laughs> I've got porters. Why do I have a weird accent? Oh, I think I got it. It was supposed to be a play on Betty Boop, but... Oh. I haven't seen that in forever. You should catch up. I'm trying not Little to watch tomato. Ian because I know it's tough. Can I tell you a not beer related? I really story? wish we had this videotaped right this now. Yeah, it looks like a monkey. <laughs> Adroit, we found a problem. <laughs> Ian's operation of your bottle. Ian, going back to what we talked about originally, <laughs> is not a smooth operator apparently. <laughs> no. So the age of the chastity belt would have been lost on you because you're not good with like the metal contraption. Is that Cold what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I went out to dinner tonight at a place I had never been, but I needed a Saturday night reservation in Philadelphia with 36 hours notice, and I wanted it to not be lame. So I went on open table to see what I could find. Ooh, good one that time. Um, ended up at a place called Viviano in the new casino in king of prussia it's i thought you said in philadelphia, philadelphia. <laughs> well yes and it's a good 45 minute drive from philadelphia no. exactly because i was coming 20. from the west have you been but... on 76 before <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely enough. 45 minutes There's... you can take montgomery straight down <laughs> um the waitress you know i never pour my own i always make you guys pour. that's it for fine me. that's why you're the mistress you're holding stuff thank you <clears throat> Um, oh, you should save it a little because I know someone's going to love the heck out of this. The heck? I, I went there. Ooh, that smells like pink grapefruit. That smells imperial. Yeah, it does. So, I feel like a lord right now. I feel like a lord of the Caribbean right now is what I feel like. This is, uh, look at that color. I wish those I could. Gorgeous. Look at those bubbles. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I don't even want to taste it yet. It just smells so neat. Make happy faces, Ian. It smells like grapefruit. I'm not going to lie. It, really, it, smells, it smells like smells pure like grapefruit. Pink grapefruit juice. Huh. <laughs> this smells like pure grapefruit. I don't even know what that face means. It tastes like candy. <laughs> mm, are you excited? Candy. It's not very citrusy in my mind. Really? All right, hold I'm on. I'm getting like those maple candies. Not like, like those strawberry candies that you never actually buy but are always there somehow? No, those, those maple syrup things, or they're uh, like maple crunchy things. Oh, Canada. Maple leaves, I think they actually might be called. Very imperial. Very. See, I think it does take a like, super ripe pink grapefruit with a... Um, 
It tastes like a nothing. maple finish. It tastes nothing like it smells. But it's not sweet per se. It's not like barley wine sweet. It's it's sweet, but it's not sugary. Yes, yes. There's nothing left on your teeth, which is what you get with a lot of sweeter beer. It's not like mead. It's not like barley wine. It's, it's there's nothing when it's, very, when, it's a clean finish. It's yeah. an extremely clean finish, which is actually very impressive for an imperial yeah. IPA. And I think I'm right bitter. with the with the maple because the maple you are on point with the flavor and there it smells nothing like it though. Their uh, food pairing is a pecan crusted Ripson pork loin. I could. Do I that. would serve this at a beer dinner any day. This is probably one of the away. most. We could pull so much out of this. Yeah, I think that the one word that would really sum this up for me is dichotomy. This is a very surprising. IPA. Your eyes are so wide right now. The, like These are I probably said, the widest they've been all day. <laughs> I have never, I have never had an IPA that smelled so different that it tasted, but both are extremely appealing. Yeah. The Agreed. smell on this is citra hops all the way. This is boom grapefruit. I don't know that I've really had citra the way you guys. This have. is just boom grapefruit right on the nose. But as soon as you taste it, it's this very, very complex. It's light. I mean, it's not nearly as deep in body as uh, as the, also, the TPD or the cannibalism. This is an 11.6. It does not. This is a dangerous 11.6. It's good we split it. <laughs> this is a very dangerous 11.6 because it, it tastes, you could drink easily two or three bottles of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and have a TPDD. <laughs> By the end of it, I'd just be tearing open sugar packets and dumping them in my mouth and being like, what's happening? That's Why weird. is this sugar not when you blue? you say that, though, all I picture is like a designated driver covered in toilet paper, like a TPDD. After drinking three bottles of this, anything could happen. This is, guys, this how is, am I going to drive you home and you, keep wrapping me in toilet paper? You know me. Guys, I'm mommy. You guys know me and IPAs better than anybody and how I'm very, very tentative. With yeah. getting into IPAs. I know how much you like hops. When I smelled this, I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. What am I getting myself into? <laughs> I'm in into? for it now. And as soon as I, ta I tasted it, I was like, this is... I thought I saw yourself crossing yourself over This there. is very, very tasty. Pretty solid. I really like... It, this is very well balanced Dear for an IPA. Adroit, we will be there shortly. Love, Dashing Rogue. Adroit? Tap, 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 tap. My hat is off to you. <laughs> We get there at three in the morning. They, That's a problem. I, th I think that this is really the big difference between an imperial IPA and a standard American IPA, though. Oh, agreed. This I is, mean, this is. I don't think America would have this such is, a bad reputation for this being is hops excellently obsessed if it were as mature and. Th this is an excellent portrayal of what Virginia can do because they sure as hell can't. Do well, it. wait, maybe not. Hold Virginia, it up to the light. Are there? Is there sediment in there? Or is that just the that reflection? Could be left over, of no, uh, that's perfectly clean. Oh, it's, it's a reflection this is, of the head. This is a really beautiful beer. And it's glass. got this gorgeous amber color with it. The smell is phenomenal. The after the, the, the finish the on it finish is phenomenal. Is an but then even the up front, you get that maple up front, and then the after is just very, very clean, very smooth. We have we had So all I have to say to Adroit is you only sent us three beers. What else do you have? <laughs> this because we would be more than delighted to, to taste them. <laughs> we'll bring our own mugs that hold for a science. liter when we come down. For science. For science. Yes. Yeah. It's only only fair and we true. Should, it right? is. This is it's consider this alchemy at its finest. Ah, oh, alchemy. We should talk to Jay about This is. It's like liquid gold. It like is. Oh, this is constructing a travel container for our elegant goblets so when we travel we can also Ooh, some sort of like metal case with like foam yeah, indentations exactly. so we can so it looks travel like we're with our millions of dollars and really we're just carrying I would, Now will we have that. one case for all three or would we each have like individual ones? We have to go up like the mod squad. <laughs> we can like handcuff them to our wrists and then the I case. like where you're going with this. <laughs> and I have the code to yours and you have the code to his and he has the code to mine. And we've all the swallowed key the keys. <laughs> No, now that's the line. Now it's getting a little centipede -y. Look, we already <laughs> drank the Kool-Aid together. I think that we can go that way, all right? Let's be honest here. So, now, Adroit, I would just like to say thank you. If I were wearing a hat, it would be off to you. Because, Adroit, I am looking forward to Adroit Theory taking the East Coast and the rest of the country by storm. I think that this has been a phenomenal presentation of three very, very different but very, very well executed. None of them beer. are like any beer I've ever had. Yes. No, they're very different. And I mean cannibalism. Let's be real. Yeah.
Cannibalism, I would say, is very, very similar to a lot of the beers that I've come to really love. The very complex... But not in the way that they made it. The no. very complex, big, dark beers. Like, I mean, I would even say it's... The, the style is akin to the Firestone 16th anniversary. It doesn't have the, the barrel aging as much, but... It doesn't. It's not as aged. You, you can oaky, You right. can taste that it's fresher. Yeah. But it has that... I mean, I, I guarantee you, if you let that sit, I'm not sure how well it would condition itself. But a beer like that, maybe a year in, if it was in the proper situation, may end up getting a lot more of those big beefy notes. Because there's a lot of flavor you in it. If you add beef to my cannibalism, I might get a little worried. I'm not a cow. <laughs> Only human brains remain. Yes. So here's my idea. In addition to sending us three beers, Adroit has also sent us a little bit of swag. And I would like to open it up to our listeners. Was that the first time swag has been mentioned on this podcast? Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Unfortunately. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm like recusing to myself give from this. to win it. Does that... I want to win it. No, well... You can't. You're <laughs> exempt. So, drink your delicious beer. No, this is my machinations happening in machinations. front of your eyes. Oh it's my God. Machiavellian machinations. Ooh, and ah. we're drinking Imperial IPA, ah. sir. I like this. I don't get a clink on that one. No, I you failed. don't, because you're <laughs> bad and you're stealing gifts from me. Oh. <laughs> All right, so, since this is episode 40, my proposal is thus. Thusly. <sighs> no, thusly would be an adjective or an adverb, which... I wasn't correcting her. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> oh, well, very good, sir. Carry on. Dear loyal listeners, please send us an email at beermistress at dashingrogue.com or tweet at beermistress and tell us in 40 words or less because it's episode 40. And really, we don't want to hear that much from you. <laughs> why you love the Microbrew Review. And we will pick the winner and we will send them some adroit swag and maybe throw in a little Dashing Rogue swag for their good measure. Is that reasonable? I guess so. Or if you're not a closet Dexter, even go on a trip to a droid. Yeah, that would be... You could join us. That could be our grand prize. That would join be fantastic. Join us for a road trip. If you really play to our egos and, and 40 words or less. If if after not, an, extensive, yeah. after yeah. an extensive screening. And background check. <laughs> well, but that, will, I will say, it's kind of come out how much I'm not the hugest fan of the D.C., Northern Virginia area, this has put a whole new spin on what they can do. It's only a half hour from you. It's not bad. I mean... I think you made some new best friends. I definitely think so. What's your favorite dinosaur? The Tyrannosaurus Rex? No. You were supposed to say Velociraptor. We are not best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually watched that movie, so I don't Jurassic know. Jurassic Park? Yeah, that one. What is wrong no. with you? That was my make-out movie Step in high Brothers. school, so I never Step made it through You it. made out during Jurassic Park? Yes! I don't even know what to think of you anymore. <laughs> Here's one of my favorite stories: is somebody went on like a date in high school, and like it was just to, at somebody's house, and they just decided to watch Clockwork Orange, because that's a great like fifteen. That's a great makeout movie. movie. <laughs> it's like surprise, you have no pants left. Start off, like, start off with a bit of the old. By the old way, some of this, some of the sugar packet, I think you might find interesting in your oh, chocolate milk. Just rub it under your gums. Oh no. It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> can I? She can told I, me that, and I just looked at her like, like jaw hanging down. I was like, "What?" And she's like, "I know it was really weird." It's like, I, I want to like, party course. with you. Right. It's like nothing says romance like a little sauce. Open 17. your eyes. Open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to finish my story about Viviano's, I'm sorry. Right. Uh, the waitress whom you would have taken a shining too i have a feeling knowing what i know about you and your taste uh was <laughs> super enthusiastic she got an absolute a for attentiveness and for enthusiasm but probably a c minus on wine knowledge because they didn't have any beer they had only italian wine <clears throat> how do you get a c minus on wine knowledge you're when you about, don't even have beer you're about to get there okay so the gentleman that I was with, I said, you know, what do you like in wine? I decided we're going to order a bottle. We're going to be here for a while. And he goes, oh, I like sweet. Moscato is good. I'm like, that's not And you went me. to a different table. <laughs> it's like, 
work and this is speed dating, right? Can we move on? Bing! Yeah. Uh, no, but I was like, okay, well, that's not going to work. So, of course, because I'm me, I was like, well, what can we, let's draw that out. So, we yeah. know you like sweet, let's let's make this happen. Grape juice, please, for the table. <laughs> so, Grape juice for all my friends. <laughs> one round, everyone. I looked at the menu, I looked at the whole wine list, it's all Italian, and I'm thinking, well, I know I could, I could find a Riesling that's reasonably sweet, but nothing like a syrupy as Moscato that I could sell to him. But since I don't know Why are we talking about wine, white wine? I'm getting Moscato there. Moscato is okay. cloyingly sweet. Yes, you guys hate white wine. Yes. Actually, I was recently wine. out to dinner with a friend of mine, if I may interject real quick. And uh, she was like, yeah, I really, I like Rieslings. And I was like, Ugh. I don't like you It was anymore. like a half, half strike against her. And then she was like, yeah, but I hate Moscatos. And I was like, you're all Italian and stuff. And she was like, yeah, hate Moscato. And I was like, all right. She slight, only drinks the driest Chardonnay. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I tell so many stories about what you and I do with Chardonnay. Throw it out. it endlessly and make it disappear with the people who brought it over. All these things. Throw it at people. <laughs> use it as a weapon. So she comes over and I said, I have to be honest. I don't know anything about Italian wine. I prefer Riesling. Uh, he prefers sweet. What can you do? You know, can you recommend something that is white and sweet? That's also not from Italy. Screw it. Also German, right? So <clears throat> she scuttles off. She comes back with two bottles. She's like, "I'm gonna. These are my two. They're nothing alike. You're gonna love one and hate the other, probably. So let's try them both." Okay. So she said, "You said you like Riesling. Yep. <clears throat> well, okay. Let's see if I can say this with a straight face." Riesling is from a growing region in California that is particularly apt for sunshine so many times of the year. Therefore, they do not have a similar... Um... Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have a winner of the Darwin Awards. So it's kind of like... So she's like, they don't really have that exact thing in Italy, but they have something really close. And I'm like, no, they don't, because they don't grow Riesling in Italy. Shut up, shut up, shut up. It was fantastic. So. It's, sometimes it's just really good to be an actor, and you can just like you can just school your features and just be like, "Yes, I've been there. I've been to the vineyards. I know where it originates from." <laughs> she said it was the northern rolling authority. hills of Italy. Yeah. Yes, and I'm like, I have been to Germany. I've drank the Riesling. How de like Chateau Saint Michel makes a really decent Riesling, also from Washington State, still not from California. You know, I'm like, oh my god. So we picked one. It was the one I disliked more because there was one that was kind of Rieslingy and one that was like, it was Chardonnay in color, Moscato in flavor, and sweet on the finish. Sounds so. absolutely terrible. <laughs> it was pretty awful. But, Sounds like I would rather drink water. So that's the one he liked. We bought a bottle of that. Um, I asked. I would have gotten him a glass of that in my own <laughs> bottle of something. Red. I would have gone to a different table. Uh, so <laughs> I would have said, sir, no. She comes back. She pours us each a glass. Now, they're big, beautiful wine glasses. It's an Italian restaurant, right? Big, beautiful wine glasses. She pours us a good, like, five, six ounce pour. And as she's pouring, she goes, now, as you will see, I poured you a heavy one ounce pour. And I'm, I did that so you could see the color of the wine and really understand the body and the complexity. And I'm looking at him like, oh, my God, if this is how she measures one ounce, like, <laughs> are you kidding? I want her to be my new drug dealer. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> The fact that Shannon has not vomited yet at this point <laughs> is actually a true testament to her tenacity. So basically, I really would have liked this girl. You would have loved it. It was amazing. Ian, think about it like this. If she thinks one ounce or five ounces is one ounce, <laughs> how amazing would you look? <laughs> do, ounces do ounces translate to inches? I hope so. Probably. <laughs> Also, you said she was like very Baby, eager I'm and yes. 30 inches at this point. I really just felt like her enthusiasm carried her through and she had no idea what was coming out of her mouth while she was talking. <laughs> <laughs> so he, when the check came, he's like, how should I tip her? Like I said, I think you should tip her on the enthusiasm, not on the actual knowledge. Tip her with one ounce. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was my evening. That was my evening. That's lovely. I thought you'd appreciate that. I'm sorry it's it was good not beer-related at all, but it was... No, I, I appreciate that. That's why, why like I... a huge beer connoisseur, and she listens to I us. I did not give her my card. You know what? Matter. You know what? I think... <laughs> she already listens. I think that that conversation right there, that exactly what unfolded in that restaurant is why I drink beer. <laughs> Touche. Oh, man. The first one was quite nice. I would, I would go back and have a bottle of that. But, but you don't want that super sweet... Looks like Chardonnay tastes like sweet 
Moscato. Sugar, Not when I sugar can have cube cannibalism in a bottle. and sugar cube in it. No, nope. and uh, we did cannibalize that cannibalism, by the way. Mm-hmm. Tore mm, it up. That was delicious. Actually, I I did not have a single miss in this. Isn't that amazing? This was for for coming out of the woodwork, essentially. You know, really, right? it was just Ian being so darn charming. That's well, I knew, folks. Look at him. Look at him. I'm like a lord. A look lord at him. He is a lord. He is a lord <laughs> of comfort. <laughs> comfort and have, joy. Why do you have a core ball? Do you ever work your core? God you? rest you, merry gentlemen. <laughs> you are about comfort and joy. <laughs> He's got myrrh under his bed. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> what is myrrh? Nobody knows. Deodorant. Doesn't, it, no, did you look I, at that god like, awful toothpaste it? you have? That terrible, I said I would never be your friend again if you don't replace this toothpaste. Yeah, I like that toothpaste. It has myrrh in it. I'm like, the baby Jesus was rubbed in this stuff. Why don't I put it on my teeth? What was it that Dogfish Head did? It was either frankincense or myrrh. I have no idea. No, I mean, they probably done both. It went straight Bible. All right, like, this was, like, all about Christmas in July. Because it was not, like, a darker, heavy beer. Speaking of which, it's almost July, and I still have about a whole case of Mad Elf. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Ice cream? Absolutely not. I'm thinking about Mad Elf in July. That's uh, what I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm thinking about Mad a Elf terrible repeat of our Christmas podcast. Yeah. Well, Ian's Where I took a nap down. about an hour and a half into it. If you would like to come down south, I was going to do the uh, green pepper nice. triple <clears throat> when he came down to make it worth his while. But if you want to throw in a little Mad Elf for good measure. It's not like we can re-review Mad Elf. It's not about reviewing it, it it's more about drinking it. I do have some that's like a year and a half, two years old. We could review that instead of the new stuff. I mean, yeah, we could do whatever. I just thought, I have, I already have my aging case, and then I've just got this other case that's just been, you know, I didn't didn't get around to it. It's just lying around, (laughs) you know, might as well. Like that bag of Firestone Walker's 16th anniversary. Just sitting there, tempting me every That's time just, I walk in the door. Well, By know. the way, you meant you had commented. I, I said earlier when I was uh, leaving to go get something else um, that there was only six bottles. You forgot that the seventh we actually had the last time the three of us were here. Oh, yes. I was actually just joking about that. Oh, because I, I was making a joke that every time you left, you would like could take one with you, and I wouldn't even know. <laughs> Probably true. That bag has been there for months at this point. So. <laughs> Do you have renter's insurance? Because I feel like if anyone I don't know if they cover that. stole anything, they sure should though. There's they like should. your television and your beer. That's the two most valuable things they could walk off with quickly. Yeah. This is not an advertisement to steal from Ian. Just FYI. Yeah, don't steal from me. Just knock on my door. I'll share it with you. <laughs> but how do you insure something guy. that only... I mean, it's not like the 16th anniversary is going to be something that's mass-produced. It is priceless. It you could make a million dollars. Eventually. Just off of that. Right? Folks, I implore you, come and steal this beer. <laughs> it could be worth a million dollars. It could be worth a million dollars. <laughs> if I made a million dollars... <laughs> I'd be rich. <laughs> I'd be drunk. <laughs> not sound like as much as it used to it really doesn't life is so expensive life is so hollow <coughs> life is so, so hollow how'd you guys do in the finale of uh game of thrones haven't seen it yet no then we won't talk about it anymore yeah you can talk about he it he read the books i just know that we followed the season quite closely and all i know is that a lot of people were saying that the second to last episode was uh shocking i really didn't find it shocking did you read the books? No. I didn't either, and I also didn't find a chart. I found it. I was like, okay, this is a logical progression. Yes. I understand. And I'm not, and I'm being very vague about this, just in case anybody I, listening has not I think in the books it's a little tougher, it, so. because in the books it's like, you have your new main character, you have the new hero, and you're like, okay, you know, and then it's just like, nope, dead, dead also. <laughs> just dead. <laughs> Well, I think... So quickly. <laughs> when I get really frustrated with it, I remind myself that it's called Game of Thrones. And as much as we take that for granted, when you look back at history, it really is very <coughs> true to life in how, you know, things progress when there is a crown on the line. You know, everyone is fighting. Heroes are not invincible. No. And, I mean, it doesn't take long well, to kill Achilles somebody. almost. Except Achilles died. So, therefore, was not invincible. No, I said almost, though. That was knee surgery number two. I used an Achilles for my knee. Didn't work. (laughs) I was not invincible. Were you dipped into a pond? (laughs) No, that might have worked better. Mayhaps. Just (laughs) dipped. 
So which one was your favorite? Number three. I think I might have liked that one too. Me too. We went in order for me, actually, <clears throat> except that for the second one with the absinthe, I liked it better without the sugar. I liked it, it was just because it was a little more I, bubbly and crisp. And I, I thought that. I thought that the second was the most creative. Oh, heck yeah. I thought that that was definitely the most different. And not just creative for the sake of creativity. Like It, it, it was delicious. It held up. It was delicious. It, it was, was not. Reason it, it did not it. taste like an experimental beer. It tasted like a lot of thought was put into this. It was very different from a lot of beer that I've had. I've never had a beer like that. Mm-mm. It was between the color, between, I'll be <clears throat> honest, this bottle art is just phenomenal. I'm super digging this TPD. So, I mean, did Jason say it right when he said it's a little goth? Or, I mean, how would you describe it? I would say gothic. I would say less well, yeah, gothic I mean, and more like, I love Satan, but... <laughs> it's way too many see, skulls on here. but I don't think it's here. like people... But, like, look at this one, because this one's not at all. No. I don't know. The cannibalism kind of wins it over. I think we got two out of three here. Yeah. No, I, I actually really appreciate this. I think this is very, the, from like I said, from the bottle art to what's inside, I think that this is a very, very promising brewery. Yeah. I'd like I mean, to and not even I'd promising. Like to following them. Not even promising as in good try, guys, but I'm looking forward to what you have right. now. I'm saying this was a absolute success. Promising, like so you could, if you this have was, the capability to market it, I can't wait to see it on my shelves. Right. Of of <clears> all <throat> of the beers that I've had, ever in your whole life, going into this fortieth podcast, I was gonna say this was probably sorry? this mo- this was probably the most consistent brewery that I've enjoyed thoroughly. I agree. Each one of these was very very different. That would appeal to a very different market appeal to a very different crowd and appeal to a very different, you know, food pairing. And that's three different styles that they did well on each occasion. Which mm-hmm. to me is a true testament to, a yep. to what they're doing down there. And you told me what food to serve with it. That's and they're always creative too, like the the uh, vodka soaked boards that they then charge stuff over, like that's, that's cool. Commitment it too, really like did supplement a lot of body and flavor and just something different. It really differentiated these beers from most other that I've I've had. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm, good job, Ian. I'm very impressed. Could Don't you, thank me. Could, thank Adroit. Well, I am thrilled that they took the initiative to send it to you. I am glad you were lucky enough to be having dinner at the same time. Make your own did. luck. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but uh, if you could also make sure that you're standing on street corners with your cards just looking for brewers from now on, this could go really well, right? <laughs> Ironically, I wasn't even having one of my own cards, but my father fortunately did. <laughs> dad had one of your cards. Good yeah. old dad coming That's in awesome. in a pinch. Because I was I was coming from uh, helping my sister out at some event or something, so I was just like, I'm so tired, I'm hungry, I need a bite to eat, and uh, we met up there, and he had, he always carries his kids' cards in his wallet, so he was like, I got one. I was like, thank God. <laughs> Here you go, guys. <laughs> Score one for dad. I have more of your cards in my wallet than my own. I still can't figure that out. It's because you're making it rain. Your yeah, cards. Like, so. yeah, that's right, everybody. Take these. So, just to reiterate, 40 words or less, why you love the microbrew review. Win some swag. Um, I'm going to say submit them by the 4th of July. How's that? Cool. Midnight on the 4th of July. Uh, we will pick our favorite and send you some adroit swag, some dashing Cousin swag. Cousin Max's birthday, by the way. Boosh. You're turning what? Like 28. 22 all over again? 28. Okay, 28's good too. You're so much less gray than the rest of us. How did well, you that's, swing that? that's what you. Beer that's, keeps you young? The life of Riley. My love life. Boom. I love life. <laughs> Keep on loving life. You're just and radiant and jubilant and. That's, other that, that's that actually my, nip, my middle name is Jubilation. Nice. Little known fact. Bavarian. Cousin Jubilation Max <laughs> is my full title. I'm just going to call you Jubilee from now on. That's fine. You like can call me whatever you want. <laughs> you can call me Bitsy Pookums. I don't care. But we you have loved having you guys join us for the last 40 episodes. We can't wait to bring you 100 more. 300 more. Ooh, look at you up in the ante. Uh, you can always follow me on Twitter at Beer Mistress. At Dashing underscore Rogue. We're at Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. And uh, dashingrogue.com for recipes, menus, pairing ideas, and my new blog. 
Jason has thrown down a serious gauntlet, and I'm going to have to give it some thought. Let it marinate. Um, marinade. Marinade, actually. Promenade? Promenade. Gonna marinade it, the promenade. Gonna let it marinate. It's more of a, a verb in this usage. Um, and I would love any input that you guys have for me. But he said, for two weeks, he wants me to make a different new dinner every night that I've never made before with an accompanying pairing. Wow. And I want you to do that, it. too. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what marriage is all I about. I want you to do that so you just cook for me, though. <laughs> Not necessarily... You don't dish. care about it. You just want more food. Yeah. I'm pretty Very sure good. the only things that he gets out of it are pictures of the food that I cook and trying new things, which he's not super good at, but has been very willing to do. Accommodating. Maybe. Accommodate. That's a great word for it. He's, he's been He's been a good sport. Uh, and so if he Go says Jason. he wants to try new things, then obviously I'm going to make new things. But I have to be ready before I take that on because yeah, that's a little that's, that's intimidating. A like two weeks is like I said, that's going to take some serious, especially if I'm going to blog about it every night on how successful it was and you know. What, sure. Yeah. So uh, as soon as that goes live, I'll let you guys know, and I'm sure it'll you know be updated every night. But if you have any ideas of things that you know might impress the professor and Jason and. I'm sure Cousin Max will get on a, on a nibble or two. I love uh, nibbling. Email me at beermistress <laughs> at dashingrogue.com. Please, 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 because I'm always on the lookout for new stuff. So thank you so much for joining us. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And Cousin Max, the nibbler. <laughs> Until next time.